So it's been a while since we've been on the dating scene. Yeah. But you know what catfishing is, right? I do. Well, just like everything else, people in Florida can take catfishing next level, and we're going to talk about that tonight. Okay. Also... When roadside fruit stands go wrong. Dun, dun, dun. We'll show you that story. And uh, what do you think of when I say banana boat? Sunblock. You don't think of daring rescues at sea? Not usually. Well, you might after this story. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls. Step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have some of those this year, don't we, Kirsten? Of course we do. Tell her what she's won. But before we get to the rest of our stories, I think you guys already know what I'm going to say. Oh, probably. There is still time to cast your votes for the freakiest Florida news stories of 2020. That's right. You do that by by visiting our Facebook page at facebook.com slash FLA Freak Show. We're posting the strangest stories for every month this year, and we need your votes. We need your votes to help us pick the freakiest for our year-end show. Your civic duties did not end in November. No, it's a voting year. Get out the vote. And on to the headlines. On to the headlines. Our first one comes to us from Local10.com. A Key West woman recently received a number of unwanted visitors at her home, as well as an abundance of nude texts and sketchy phone calls. That's scary. The men said they were responding to her ad on a dating website, which apparently advertised fresh meth tonight Mm. with her address and phone number. Well, needless to say, she was not the one that posted the ad. According to the cops, the fake dating profile had been set up by 29-year-old Vanessa Marie Huckaba of Rockland mm-hmm. Key, who published the victim's home address and phone number along with the solic- solicitation for fresh meth. Ugh. The victim already had a restraining order against Huckaba thanks to a series of threatening text messages she'd received back in October. The only connection between the two of them is that the victim was dating a man who had once dated Huckaba. Uh, Hakaba has since been arrested and faces charges of sending harassing phone calls and cyberstalking. Wow. So isn't it scary what people can do with just an address and a phone number? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like this Huckabee woman just sets up the victim with a bevy of harassing calls. And I'm just picturing like line of <laughs> weird men just showing up. A like, line of creeps outside hey, the front door. Where's the fresh math? Hey, where's my meth? You yeah. want to see my ween? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's this is like mortal enemy stuff right here. Yeah. And I mean, I will say because of Florida's very loose public records laws, right. loosest in the nation. Loosest in the nation. Um, It's pretty easy to find somebody's address and sure. phone number. Yeah. Which is terrifying. Yeah. But, you know, that's it's the price you pay, I guess, for um, freedom of information. Right? Yeah. So props for creativity. Mm -hmm. I will say that. I mean, I guess the restraining order is keeping you from directly stalking or directly harassing someone. 
But harassment by proxy is a whole different can of worms, Yeah, right? somebody put their thinking cap on on that one. It's like, hmm, how can I make this person's life miserable while staying way away from them? Yeah, while staying several islands away. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this is why we all need burner emails out here, you know? It's just a public service announcement. Make sure you have a burner email and also take Elaine Bennis's advice and get yourself a fake number. Oh, yeah. You need the <laughs> fake phone number. Absolutely. Yeah, just- Every single woman knows that trick you gotta have it you know just in case in case you know denim vest shows up you know you gotta make sure to stay away from him so you know i i do wonder what the victim is thinking though if she's still dating this guy who clearly has questionable taste to have previously dated ms huckaba yeah yeah, I no, it's 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 just a big quagmire, just in general. I think a weird, a bizarre love triangle, one might say. <laughs> Very much so. I am surprised that an ad with fresh meth tonight even worked. Does meth ever go stale? I am not sure. Maybe stale meth is better. Maybe uh, because it's expired, it has it's loaded with even more hallucinogens than it normally would. More hallucinogeny. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. I mean, but when prescription pills get old, they say that typically they get weaker. So maybe oh. the fresh math is, you know, that's that's the good stuff. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's fresh. It's, it's farm fresh. It's- My question is, farm fresh. <laughs> My question is, why are men sending wiener pictures to respond to an ad for meth. Is this yeah. something like in meth culture that I'm unaware of? I, yeah, I, I, I have to say that I'm also unaware of it. I believe um, I missed that episode of Breaking Bad where yeah. Jesse sends Walter some some wiener pictures. Or the other way around. Just Perhaps to make, the yeah, other way around. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, I feel like ween pics are probably a very bad uh, mode of currency. Because I don't know anybody. So it's that not wants the, the currency of the future. No, I do not want them. Like, do not send like me your. You don't pictures. want them. I don't want no, them. No. So where's the demand? It's all about supply and demand, folks. <laughs> and believe me, nobody Simple wants them. Simple economics. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What's the exchange rate? On a wiener picture. Oh, it's got to be super low. It's like lower than the peso, Le- right? Way lower than the peso. <laughs> peso actually has some uh, some heft and some, yeah, can get you something. Well, we're going to stay in the keys for our second story on All right. tonight's podcast. This one also from Local10.com. Okay. Things are not so sweet between two roadside fruit vendors on Stock Island, Florida. A dispute over juice prices has escalated in the Keys recently, with one fruit vendor being taken to jail over it. You like it a juice? (laughs) The victim, a 50-year-old man, was selling sugarcane juice for $2 at his stand, when he complains a or when he claims a competing fruit vendor, Joan Torres Quinones, started arguing with him. Apparently, Joan Quinones was selling his juice for three dollars and was ticked off at the victim for undercutting his price. Oh boy. When the victim declined to reduce his price, he says that Torres Quinones lifted up his shirt to show his handgun then said he would fire every bullet into the victim. Oh, that's sweet. The victim shot video of the incident, of course, because that's what you do. And then he reported it to the police. 
When they went to Torres Quinones' fruit stand, he was wearing the same shirt as the aggressor in the video, and a matching gun was found in his vehicle. Oh, boy. Torres Quinones was arrested and taken to jail, charged with aggravated assault, carrying a concealed firearm without a license, and improper exhibition of a weapon. Yeah, I think it's a good idea to always start shooting video if if somebody, like, flashes, you know... The fact that they have a gun on them, that's for sure. But I had no idea that the roadside fruit game was so cl- cutthroat. Apparently it is. It's like rival gangs of fruit stands yeah. on the roadsides of Florida. Instead of right. the sharks and the jets, we've got mangoes and papayas. Ooh. Or, yeah. I feel like I got a snap. Yeah. As much as I love da, 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 yeah. da. as much da. as I love the name papaya, I think I'd rather be part of the mangoes. <laughs> yes. The fighting mangoes. No, no, it's it's pretty natural to keep prices competitive. That's kind of like, you know, we're talking about supply and demand once again. Uh, Simple but, economics, folks. <laughs> but Free you, market. You typically win with the better product or the better price, not by flashing your piece and threatening to just you know, shoot a guy up. Yeah, it's simple economics, right? Yeah. If if you've got the same product and can sell it for a lower price, then yeah. you've got the competitive advantage. Right. And um, apparently uh, the cutthroat fruit vendors of Stock Island, Florida, yeah. do not take kind of That lesson did not make all. it to this particular fruit stand It corner. did not. Clearly no. not a capitalist. No, no, no. Yeah. Clearly not a true capitalist. Well, why worry about capitalism when you could just, you know, take somebody out with brute force in some way so stock island is when you're driving to key west it is like the last Last island before you get to key west West, the fun island super chill yeah super laid back and Mm -hmm. relaxed island vibe apparently unless you're a fruit vendor yeah yeah, it gets a little uh, hairy and a little bit more competitive apparently there probably because it's the last stop right yeah yeah Last last chance to get your fresh fruit before the yeah, Key like, West tourist gouging tries to sell you their $20 bottles of sugarcane juice and their $5 t-shirts. That's right. It, it always sounds so much better uh, you know, when you drive past that rest area sign that says, last bathroom for 60 miles. It's like, we better pull over. We better pull over it's and like, go to the restroom. We better pull over and get our cane juice, that's right? That's right. We got to do it. <laughs> I will say, though, like if you're going to go to jail anywhere in the country, Stock Island might be the best place. Might be. Do you know why? No, I didn't know why. Uh, Other than the fact that it's in Florida and in the Keys and absolutely lovely. It does sound like a lovely place to be. The Stock Island Detention Center really is kind of a treat. It's... um. It's basically an animal sanctuary that also has a prison attached to it. Oh, wow. They have 150 animals. Most of them are like farm animals, but Mm -hmm. they do have three sloths. They have an emu. Really? um, They have an alpaca. They have a little mini horse that was found just roaming around in the Everglades because somebody ditched it there. It's like a petting zoo. It it pretty much (laughs) is a petting zoo prison, which, I mean, if you thought visiting Alcatraz was cool. Yeah. Visit the Stock Island uh, Detention Center. They're open on Sundays. Ooh, it's true. <laughs> good to know. Good to know on the way back from a Key West trip. That's right. Well, uh, our next story comes to us from CNN.com. And if you think your 2020 was terrifying, and who doesn't, mm-hmm. uh, you need to hear the story of 62-year-old Stuart B. Okay. 
B was on his 32-foot Sea Ray boat in the Atlantic Ocean, enjoying a little peace and quiet and stargazing recently. He awoke more than 80 miles from the shore, and his boat was taken on water. Wow. Fortunately, his boat didn't completely sink, and he was able to cling on to part of the capsized vessel and a floating cushion 86 miles away from the Florida coast. Wow. He tried to dive into the water to get to his emergency kit, but couldn't even get to it. And then he spotted a Chiquita banana boat in the distance. B took his shirt off and waved it for what he says was 45 minutes before he was finally relieved to see the boat come to his rescue. Oh, wow. The banana boat was coming to the U.S. from Honduras and made the dramatic rescue. B says his treatment on the banana boat was better than a cruise ship, saying they were the nicest people ever and they just kept feeding him. That's great. B was picked up by the Coast Guard. He survived the incident without serious injury. Saved by the banana boat. Right? Yeah. Amazing. Well, George Bluth said that there was always money in the banana stand. Apparently, there's always good people on the banana boat. Apparently. And I love that he says it was like being on a cruise ship because they just kept feeding him. Because if you have ever been on a cruise, you know that like your collective weight as passengers probably... I don't even know. Goes up by ten percent oh, over sure. the course of a cruise. Yeah. I mean, I have never gone on a cruise. A lot of and food, not, a lot of drink, and not gained at least five pounds. Yeah, because everything's so plentiful. Yeah, every time you turn around, they're shoving more food in your face. Oh, yeah. My question is, though, did they have food other than bananas? Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, that would be great for me. Heaven for you. Yeah, because I love bananas, but yeah, it might be a little much. It's like, but can you imagine being lost at sea? It's like being in a a needle in a stack of needles. (laughs) I wonder how many hours would it take before you just gave up hope? Oh, my God. What was that movie, Open Water, about the uh, scuba divers? And it's based on a true story. These scuba divers um, went out on an excursion, a Mm -hmm. married couple, and uh, went diving, was doing their thing, came up to the surface, and the boat that had dropped them off was gonzo. Freaky. Completely gone. Uh, surrounded so by sharks. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Spoiler alert: things do not go well, <laughs> and we'll just kind of leave it there. Sure, sure. But but I can't even imagine. I mean, when your car breaks down, there's always a chance that another car. You're on a road. Sure. Eventually, another car is going right. to go by. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're you're not you're not a you're not in a situation where nobody's going to go by. Right. Know, like, the ocean. You might not ever see anybody ever. Exactly. Especially for 80 miles offshore. Terrifying. Yeah. So it's a good thing that uh, Rose from the Titanic wasn't there yeah. with him. Right. You know, there, w- there was plenty of room on that door mm-hmm. for both Rose and Jack. But yeah. she just let go of his hand and let him float away let and freeze to and death. Yeah, poor poor uh, Come on, Rose. Stuart B. Yeah. Stuart, Stuart B. in a How lot of trouble. How much did you really love him? Come on, Rose. <laughs> no, but... When do you? When would you start talking to your shirt? You know, like Wilson the volleyball. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. Or rum ham. When would you? <laughs> rum when ham. would you just like? <laughs> at, at what hour would that happen? I would probably start talking right away. Yeah, I it would uh, be my best friend. <laughs> I don't. I can't even imagine the situation. Crazy. Yeah. But I. I do have a question. Sure. I often have questions. Sure. My question is. And and put on your little geography hat for a moment. Geography hat on. Why is a Honduran banana boat mm-hmm. 
almost 90 miles east of Port Canaveral right. on the Atlantic coast of Florida. Yeah. Is um, this efficient? Like, did they take yeah. the scenic route? I'm not sure. The only thing I can think of is maybe they were making stops in the Bahamas or Bermuda mm. or something oh. to that effect. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of like. So, like, Bermuda's a last mile distribution center in the banana be, industry. I don't know. <laughs> they, they, they probably figure it's like, we want to head farther out while we still have lots of fuel. And then, in case we ever run out of fuel, we want to be closer to land. I don't know. Like, I don't know what. I'm, I'm not. That is I'm the most back ass words logic I've ever I'm heard. I'm not in good my with life. banana boat logistics. <laughs> so, uh, I don't have a degree in that. So, uh, I'm just spitballing here. So our last story comes to us from ClickOrlando.com. Oh. When Christopher Taft turned 21, his sister did what any good sister would do. She baked him a birthday cake. Oh. And like any sister who loves terrorizing her sibling just a little bit, she decided to play a practical joke on him. The cake was shaped like a penis. Oh. Because she thought it would be funny. Well, sure. Holly Hill, Florida police say that he got her back for the prank by shooting her in the buttocks with a BB gun. <laughs> it's, it seems only natural. Taft says he did it because he thought it would be funny. Oh. He says he didn't intend to hurt her, but the BB did get lodged in her skin, requiring a trip to the hospital. Mm. Police arrested Taft, but the sister says she doesn't want to pursue any criminal charges against the birthday boy. Oh, boy. A couple of comedians in this family, right? Just like, <laughs> These two have a really funny way of showing love. I, 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 get, I love a practical joke just as much as the next person. I get it. Uh, the penis cake kind of makes sense, but the BB gun shot is probably taking it a little too far. Who's bringing a BB gun to their birthday party? That's She's my She's going to have so much fun when I shoot her in the butt with a gun. <laughs> well, this family clearly has an unusual sense of humor, sure. like you said. Yeah. And as the old saying goes, the family that laughs together shoots each other Other in the, in the butt. butt. With BBs, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that seems uh, yeah, yeah. The gunshot seems a little extreme, but um, why do people love to build cakes into different shapes? It's cake. It's amazing just the way it is. Leave it be. Yeah, we used to watch that show Ace of Cakes, and it was always sure. you know somebody wanted some sort of insane fancy cake that looked like a roller coaster yeah. or the Mad Hatter's hat or. Uh, I don't remember any phallic symbols, but I'm sure yeah. at some point Duff probably made one of those, yeah, too. Yeah, I feel like it's like a rite of passage. But but the really sad thing was these cakes weren't actually cake. Like, in most cases, the fanciest cakes were like Rice Krispie treats with fondant on them, which right. is defeating the entire purpose of having a fancy cake. Yes, yeah. It's like, I don't care about all these different structures. Just give me something that tastes wonderful has a frosting that I enjoy. Mm, frosting. I don't care what shape it comes in. I prefer it to just come in a rectangular shape like I'm used to. Or a round. Or, or a round shape. Cylindrical as I'm used to. cake. Yeah. Yes. Anything that helps it get from point A to point mouth. <laughs> right? So, and I know the answer to this question, but this is a debate that we have frequently with our friends. Oh, yes. Are you team cake or are you team? Hi. Well, there was a time when I was, you know, adrift 
wasn't wasn't in my right <laughs> Much head. Much like Stuart B. Yes, adrift. yes. Uh, yeah, waving my shirt and the you know just trying to get anyone to pay attention to me. And I actually thought that pie was the better, but I. But I have come to my senses. You have seen the error of your ways. I have seen ways. the error of my ways and understood that this is probably not the right call to make. It's totally, I'm totally team cake now. Right? Yeah. I, I, I have always been team cake. I was just kidding myself. And I love pie. I love both of them. It's hard to choose. It's it's like, you know, which one do I choose? Sophie's yeah. choice. Yeah, the Sophie's choice. I, but I would not cake. have a problem making it's that team choice. It's team cake. You're team cake as well. Oh, I have been team cake since yeah. probably the first time I ever shoved cake into my cake yeah. hole. I have been team cake. I do not understand team pie. Yeah. I enjoy a pie. I, I am not anti-pie. Let me say this right now. I'm pro-pie, but given the choice between pie or cake, yeah. I would say 95% of the time I'm picking cake. Yeah. The only time I might not is if it was like a carrot cake mm. versus like a key lime pie. Yeah. Then I'm going pie. I love carrot cake, Ugh. but I, I hear Ooh. what you, I, I know that you're not a big fan. I am yeah. Not. I think it was your scolding and your ridicule that like really <laughs> made me see the error in my ways. Like, wow, have I not really thought this through? And it was true. I really hadn't really thought it through. Now, if I had to really make a choice, I'm totally more team brownie than everything. But let's be honest, a brownie is much closer to a cake than it is to anything else. Oh, absolutely. Now, yeah. the gray area here is the cheesecake. Mm. Is a cheesecake a cake or a pie? I mean, I feel like since it has cake in the name, but it does it feels it it feels the texture and everything feels much more like a cake. I mean a pie. I I feel like it is the Switzerland in the great team cake <laughs> team is. pie debate. It's it's the common ground that we can all uh we can all sort of, you know, yeah, come together, we're holding our our Geneva break, convention, like <laughs> cheesecake and enjoy. Yeah. But but I mean seriously, I I don't understand team pie. Uh-huh. Again, I like pie. Yeah, I have had many bad pies in my. I've had some delicious pies, sure, but I've had many bad pies in my life. I don't know that I can say. I have ever had a bad cake. That's so, that's that's a strong statement. I have I have had school cafeteria cake. Sure. I have had stale, two week old, been sitting around too long cake. Yeah. I have had easy bake oven cake, <laughs> and, and that might be the, the and worst I of ate it. them all with a plum. Oh, is, is that a that's a word? Yeah, right? it is a word. Yeah, and yeah. now some of them were not perfect with cakes. vim and vigor. Oh, not just vim or vigor, but both. Absolutely, yeah, making sure we have both. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I there are cakes I dislike, like I said. Carrot cake, yeah. not a fan. Red velvet cake, just an excuse to sell red food coloring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm all I'm I'm all about chocolate, 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 chocolate. But I mean, I'll eat a. I I, I was a big fan of white cake for a long time though too. But when it comes right down to it, it's all about chocolate and it's all about cake. Yeah. 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 So but if I do love me an apple pie. If your team, oh, a- apple pie is delicious, oh, but a store bought so apple pie is awful. Uh huh. A frozen apple pie, bleh. <laughs> But a frozen cake, still amazing. Yeah. If you are team pie, I apologize to you. I did not mean to as- disparage yeah. you, listeners or, out there. But, or uh, uh, go to our Facebook page and tell us if you're team pie or team cake, and and you know 
try to convince us otherwise about pie. You're never going to convince yeah, me. Good luck to you. Never. Yeah. So what did we learn this week? Corey? Well, I learned that a dating ad with the words fresh meth tonight is usually a red flag, except in Florida. Uh, yeah, right. I learned that just because you sell sugar cane, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a very sweet oh, person. No, no, mm-hmm. no, no. I also learned that banana boats aren't just for sun lotion anymore. They can also save lives. That's right. And I learned that not everyone loves cake as much as I do, no matter what the cake is shaped like. I I hear that. (laughs) Those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. As always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter pages. That's right. And we're excited to announce that you you can help us pick Florida's weirdest news stories of 2020, and there are a lot to choose from. You don't say. Yeah. You could do a whole podcast about it even. I know. (laughs) Just visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash FLA Freak Show. We're already into the second round of voting, and we'll reveal the winners in the last podcast of 2020. We cannot wait for that podcast. We cannot wait for 2020 to be over. Oh, so true. By the way, while you're at our Facebook page, remember to follow us, remember to like us, remember to share us. Again, you can find us at at FLA Freak Show. And by the way, if you see a Florida story that we missed, feel free to share it with us. We're not omnipotent. That's right. Also, don't forget to... Rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And please consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You've made it this far. There's got to be a reason you're still listening. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm curious to know, Donald, till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs>